Today, we are delving into a topic that I've been itching to get into for a while. We are talking about Silas. Wait a minute. Can you even do that? Like, didn't you get slapped with a cease and desist order from them for posting your ramblings on that kid's drama project? She was a journalism student. And there's strong reason to believe that the story about those videos being part of a drama project was all fabrication. Hey, hold up. I've definitely heard you guys mention Silas before, but what's this about a season to sis on Louisa? Oh, okay. So, a few years ago, there was this big stir online about this huge expose on supernatural events occurring, like, whatever, at Silas University, right? It seemed like one student was documenting and uploading evidence of all of this, including her relationship, get this, with her roommate, who was also a supposed vampire. But when the videos caught a lot of attention, the school came out with a statement that this was a work of fiction and part of a three-year-long drama thesis by the student. Louisa over here tried contradicting their statement, claiming the videos were real And someone on the Silas legal team got in contact with her for her troubles. Okay, it wasn't just the videos. There were multiple Twitter accounts and blogs. Tumblr blogs. What I'm saying is that there's a lot of effort put into this for it just to be a drama project. Besides, why go through the trouble of taking the videos down if it was, huh? Wait, her roommate was a vampire? No, she wasn't, because it wasn't real. Are we seriously doing lesbian vampires when Angie isn't here? She might kill us for this. There are no lesbian vampires, because vampires don't exist. You know, I wish Angie wasn't volunteering at that vaccine center today, because she would agree with me. Angie agreeing with you isn't a strong basis for any kind of argument. And I'm only looking out for you here, so you don't get in trouble. We're not going to even discuss the university or the videos. I mean, I may reference them once or twice. Of course. But, but, what we are going to discuss is the strange ecology in the area surrounding the campus. There's been a strange phenomenon in the area dating back to at least the 12th century, which, by the way, predates the university by almost 700 years. Just don't say I didn't warn you. Yeah, okay, thank you. So, while Austria's climate has always been in line with the temperate climate, the weather records for this particular area in Styria have always been chaotic, let's say. Chaotic? You're already leading. Well, how else would you describe raining spiders? An unlikely but plausible scenario. There are records of natural weather phenomena, such as raining fish or frogs if a tornado passes over a large body of water. I saw it when I was a kid where I was growing up. I'm sure spiders are perfectly logical if that happens over a forest. There have been reports of raining spiders in Australia. See? But I chalk that up to Australia being Australia. The animals there are just weirder. But it still proves there's a perfectly logical reason. In Luisa's defense, I don't think Austria has the same kind of spider population or a notoriety for those, like, chunky, giant, man-eating ones. Do you know that for a fact? Nowhere has the same kind of spider population as Australia. Okay, 
I can admit Australia is a statistical outlier for some things, but that doesn't mean there isn't a reasonable explanation before we jump to vampires. Okay, okay, maybe. You may be right, but spiders aren't really in a vampire's wheelhouse, okay. Usually vampires mean bats or wolves or bisexuality, but the spiders could have been drawn to the area by the same supernatural pool that is responsible for the vampires. There are well-known rivalries between them and other mythological creatures. Are you the vampire expert now, Ron? They have a brand! Yeah, Twilight! This is a conversation, I think, that we can have another time. Fine. Yeah, right. You were you were telling us about raining spiders. Yes. The raining spiders, by the way, are also only the tip of the iceberg. Well, that raining spiders thing happened around June 2015. The December before that, there was a snowstorm that lasted for months. It's near the Alps. Mountain ranges have drastic effects on surrounding weather. Right, yes. But that doesn't explain... Why there have been earthquakes documented every 20 years, like clockwork, in the area. Actually, they can. Mountains like the Alps happen when tectonic plates meet. You know what else happens when those plates meet? Earthquakes. Okay, yeah, thank you. That doesn't account for the consistency in timing and epicenter. The frequency and magnitude always increase every two decades with some of the strongest quakes recorded in 2014 and 2015. Hmm. The only predictable thing about earthquakes is their unpredictability. If you know when they're coming, that's not an earthquake, or at least it's not a natural one. Exactly. Sinkholes. Sinkholes are also common uh, in the area. Most notable one in recent years, it formed in 2014 at the very heart of the campus. In fact, the sinkhole grew to such a point that the campus was forced to close. I thought we weren't going to talk about the university. Well, it isn't my focus, but it needs to be mentioned in order for for me to be thorough. Your obsession with this is going to get you in trouble. Again. It is not an obsession! It's not an obsession. There's something there. There have been too many suspicious reports over the years. What is happening? It's a university where there are many stressed out and probably strung out people. Reports from those kind of sources aren't exactly the most reliable. Well, to be fair, who's better at making notes and observations than a university student? Ron, there are so many people I could list right now. Okay, fine. We can debate that later. Uh, Lisa, you mentioned events predating the university. All those people couldn't be wrong. Right. The earthquakes, like I said, go back centuries. Of course, it's hard to find consistent reports of the 20-year cycle prior to more modern recording systems, but there have been documented quakes going back to 1154. But if you don't have consistent reports of earthquakes every 20 years, then the earthquakes haven't happened like clockwork. True. There is no certainty, and you know I would never claim that, but just because... There aren't any records of that information. It doesn't mean that it didn't happen. She has a point. That information could have been lost to time for any number of reasons. Europe wasn't exactly the most stable place in the last millennium. Between wars and weather and vampires and who knows what, a lot of information has been lost. And that's not even taken into consideration records that mention events that have been mistranslated. Usually, I would agree with that, sans your little vampire thing slipping in there. 
But when it comes to Louisa and the university that shall not be named, I don't know if she can put aside her personal bias. I... I'm clearly missing something. Louisa is the last person to put personal bias into her research. Thank you, Ron. And there is so much more just beyond the university to discuss here. So, okay, for argument's sake, okay, let's say that the things I've mentioned can be fully explained by geographical uh, events or whatever, or weather. Because it can be. That cannot fully explain the unique fungal types in the area. Again, predating the university. Now, fungi, that's absolutely something a vampire would dabble with. Based on what? Uh, They both belong to the world of death and decay. Oh my god. The fungi, the fungi, have also been protected and cultivated by various groups over the years. And yes, okay, some of them may have links to what later became the Alchemy Club at that university, but they still existed prior to the university. And there's the link back to the university. I'm not trying to find links to it! Okay. Those are already there. I'm just being thorough. And if it keeps coming up, I'm just saying that says more about them than it does about me. It's just a school. If anything, it's a shame they closed when they did. I might have considered it for my PhD. It had a really good program in my field. (laughs) Um, I'd I'd love to see Sam go to this place. Maybe if Spider Rain hit her in the face, she wouldn't be so quick to dismiss us all the time. Please, there would be nothing to look in the face. Besides, I'd probably have still ended up doing my program at Innsmouth anyway. It's much closer to uh, home than Austria, um, and the program is of the same standing, if not a bit better. Um, I am sorry, where are you doing your PhD? Innsmouth? University of Massachusetts, Innsmouth? Um, are you out of your mind? What? Oh, where's Angie when you need her? Cannon Fodder is part of the Fundamentals Network. Cannon Fodder is produced by the Fundamentals. Editing by Corey Shrek. Sound mixing by Corey Shrek. Directed by Corey Shrek. Script by Diana Ramsarin, Alejandra Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Voice cast Diana Ramsarin, Alejandra Meneses, Bo Costa, and Corey Shrek. Special thanks to Thaddeus Stokloss.